Welcome. We hope you enjoy this recording from Christ City Church, based in Dublin, Ireland. For more podcasts and information on the church, please visit ChristCityChurch.ie. Thank you for listening. Hi, everybody. I'm a bit nervous, so I'm just going to go straight in. <laughs> Hi, my name is Karina. I'm 29. I'm Irish, but I spent 12 years of my life in Wales, which is where I started to learn about God. None of my family are believers in Christ, and I am the only one. So I never grew up around a Christian family until I was taken into foster care at the age of 12 and placed onto a child protection until I was 18, which meant that I was in the hands of the care system until I turned 18. I had got a fairly hard upbringing, and I was taken out of school at a young age to be a parent to my brother and sister. My mother and stepdad were alcoholics and drug abusers, and growing up, I never believed in God. My reasons being for that I would cry in my room at times, and I would pray that things would get better. I'd pray to God for help, and I'd kneel at my bedside, asking him to take away the pain of the physical, emotional, and mental abuse that my parents' addiction was having on me and my brothers and sisters. With tears rolling down my face, it was many times I'd pray to God. I'd ask him not to take my mum when she had attempted suicide many times, and this was a very scary experience. Most nights I'd pray and nothing would happen, and for many years, things just got worse rather than better, as my mum drank and became more violent, so I lost complete faith in the Lord. Then one day, social services came, took me and my siblings into foster care. I prayed that we would not be separated, as my brother and sister were younger than me, and only knew me as their protector and safety. But we were separated, miles away from one another in separate foster homes, and this really broke me. I'd felt that I had lost all of me. I became very angry at God. I hate told him that I hated him, that he didn't exist, and that the Bible was just a make-believe book, just a fairy tale for people like me who wished and believed that there was such a person as God to love me and save me. However, God had got different ideas, as my very first foster home I went to were Christians. And looking back now, I can see this was God's plan. They were amazing people. We'd go to church, pray before meals. It took me a very long time to come around, but I did. I started to pray again, told God I was sorry, asked him for forgiveness, and thanked him that I was very happy in my foster home. As much as I missed my mum and siblings, I felt safety and secure, which is something I hadn't experienced before. I had home tuition every night after school to catch up. However, I came home one day to my school, from school and my foster carer sat me down, told me they loved me very much and wanted to keep me, but that they had decided to retire from fostering children due to her mother being terminally ill with cancer. I was then placed into my second foster home, which was miles from friends I'd made. There were other children there in foster homes who were around my age. I did have very good times there, but came across a lot of judgment. I was called the Jesus freak and I was the weird one. I felt like I was the odd one out. I felt very alone and missed my siblings like crazy. Anyway, years passed and many things happened in my life that I drifted from God and couldn't understand why I'd been going through all that I had been. It wasn't fair and I found it very hard to carry on with my faith. When I turned 18, I was released from the care system. So I came home to Ireland to live with my gran. I went to college, studied childcare and child psychology. Then at the age of 19, I met a guy who at the time I thought was, my prob- was the answer to my problems. I gradually started coming back to God and thanking him. Six years into the relationship, his dad became ill and he turned to alcohol, and that's when our relationship deteriorated. He became aggressive and controlling. This is where I got out of the relationship because I grew up around alcoholism and I was determined to protect my children from anything that I'd been through. I prayed and made the decision that when I found out I was pregnant that I'd break that vicious cycle. 
Again, I ask God why. Why always so much heartache in my life? Three children to raise alone and to move away just like my mum did. I had got disputes with my landlord at the time because he wasn't fixing issues in the apartment and there was a lot of damp issues. I then came home one day to find that my locks had been changed. So this left me and my children in homelessness. We moved from place to place. We lived in B&Bs for a year and this was one of the hardest things I've ever had to do. Surrounded by people on drugs and very intoxicated, it was a very anxious experience and I was then diagnosed with post-traumatic stress disorder. I felt that I was a failure as a mother and I tried to be as strong as I could. Anyway, the good news is, two years later, I met the amazing man who is now my husband. We are married and have a baby girl, Jasmine, and I love him very dearly. Through him, his family, I have gained a mother that I never really had, and I gained a family that I never really had. So I thank God because that's all I ever wanted. So when did God speak to me? When my biological mother returned to Ireland, it brought up many memories and feelings for me. She was in Mountjoy prison and I had been crying for many weeks, feeling down. And at the stage where I just said to God, just take me, I don't want to feel this pain no more. I was suffering very bad with depression and I wasn't able to feel I could be strong any longer. I decided to go to the prison to see my mum and coming out of the prison gates, I put my hand on the wall and I cried. A woman came up to me, tapped me on the shoulder and said, dear, don't cry for the Lord has counted your tears and he is always with you. In her hands was a leaflet about God and in big writing it said, I will never leave you. She asked me to go into a place that was on the corner where a pastor would be there waiting for me. I walked up the road and looked at the building. I felt very emotional, very angry at God. And I said to myself, I don't think I could go in because I feel angry at God for my past experiences. But then I realized that maybe I didn't actually have the faith that I should have had, that I was impatient due to my own hurt and that I felt very emotional and confused. So I carried on walking past and continued to read the leaflet. That's when I read these words. May the Lord direct your heart into God's love and Christ's perseverance. I continue to read, let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may, we may receive the mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. But the part that caught me then was, for the Lord your God is gracious and compassionate and he will not turn his face from you if you return to him. At that moment, I felt that it was a sign from God. It felt like it was an urge that came over me and my heart was telling me to go into this place. So I did. I turned back, walked in and there was a pastor who welcomed me and started talking to me. My child, why are your eyes so red? The Lord has counted your tears and he is always with you. He asked if he could pray for me. He put his hand on my head and prayed for me. He said that God had brought me here to him today, his child to him today to pray for all the hurt. He said, can I pray for all of your hurt? I said, yeah. He prayed, put his hand on my head and said, release all depression, anxiety and be gone in Jesus' name. I demand you to leave her body. And that's the day I truly found God or actually God found me. I had this calm sensation from my head to my toes and all I can describe it as is the feeling of being completely healed. All of a sudden I felt that I could no longer cry. I felt that, um, sorry, cry. So that's, um, so leaving the building, I felt quite nice and calm. And that's the day I found Jesus. So that was the day that I started praying. I went and bought my very first Bible. I prayed to find a church, and that's when God brought me here to Christ City Church. Since finding God this time, my life has changed for the better. I have four amazing children, a husband, and a family-in-law who have welcomed me from day one. Now I have God, I feel I can face anything because I know that I have the Lord by my side. I know he will never leave me and has never left me even though I felt he did. 
I used to hold grudges. My attitude towards my past and my future has changed and I have a totally new outlook on life. I feel more hopeful for my future and now that all this time God was with me, I just chose to be distant myself from him because of what I was experiencing at the time. But actually God had a plan for me and that all I went through was to make me the strong person I am today and to bring me back to God and allow me to help others. So today I want to be baptized because I want to commit myself to God and to be new in Jesus Christ. I know that without God, my life is full of misery, heartache, and that with God, it is filled with unconditional love. I am free from sin and filled with peace, so I'm not just sitting on the fence any longer, and I'm making that full commitment. He has been my savior through all the hard times, even though I thought that he wasn't, and I now know that heart and soul, that he was there for me, and there's no words to describe the love. I am now free from sin. Making this commitment to God makes me very happy because all of the times, he has never left me. And I know that deep down, so I want to spend the rest of my life becoming closer to God and being the person he wants me to be. Um, God has freed me from anxiety, depression, and my life has changed so much since coming back to him. And that's the reason that I'm being baptized today.